0: Good morning. Coming up on the program today, we will be sitting down with Oliver Mays of the Premier Playhouse. Sioux Falls is pretty lucky to have a variety of entertainment options. The Premier Playhouse provides a wide variety of family-friendly shows and educational opportunities. Oliver Mays joins the program to talk about the Premier Playhouse, the shows for this upcoming season, the local talent on stage, and educational opportunities for kids. More information about the Premier Playhouse can be found at thepremierplayhouse.com. That's the premiere with an E, You can also try calling 605-360-4800. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. Good morning, Oliver.
1: Good morning, Christine. How well, are you?
0: I'm great. It's so nice to have you back here in Thank the you. studio. You, you know, you just finished your... Previous season. I, d- I shouldn't call it the second season. I almost did, but <laughs> you just finished your previous season at the Premier Playhouse. And the last time we talked, you were kind of fairly new here around the Sioux Empire. So let's remind the audience about who you are, where you're from, and just a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, I am originally from Portland, Oregon. That's where I was born and raised. And Then I did my professional studies and work in Los Angeles and New York, and then I came to South Dakota at the University of South Dakota for grad school, and that's where I got my master's. Um, in directing, and then I actually went back to Portland and was based out of there. But a freelance gig with the Premier Playhouse brought me <laughs> um, here to Sioux Falls, and that's and then I stayed. So that's kind of my journey and where I'm from. Um, in terms of my background, yeah, I'm a theater and media media artist. I have worked as a director, producer, actor, writer, teacher, kind of a conglomeration of things. Um, in the theater and am now running the Premier Playhouse.
0: How did you get involved with theater? Can you remember the first production that you were a part of?
1: Oh, my gosh. That is such a good question. <laughs> um Toughest I think question on here. I have a few, like, first experience memories, uh, one of which is, like, in the academic setting. So in, I think, middle school, I was in some play that was about something, like, a bunch of people waiting at a bus stop pretty mm-hmm. much and I played some like really fun character and that's where you know I think I realized oh the audience responds to me and I oh mm-hmm. I like acting this is fun um and so because of that I kind of kept doing it and did like a community theater production of a variation of Cinderella not Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella um and that was really fun I was like this is really cool and then my first kind of large scale experience was at my high school, but as a middle schooler in the eighth grade, I did the music man. And that is really when I got bit by the theater bug. Mm -hmm. Um, I was one of the salesmen at the beginning on the train that goes, Mm -hmm. look, what do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? And I was, so I was just a born character actor and had a lot of fun with that. Um, and kept doing theater, um, after that.
0: So how do you like Sioux Falls? You know, what are your thoughts about the theater community around here? I love
1: it here. I think we have a thriving arts community, and that's a huge part of the reason why I wanted to stay here. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got here, I was just surprised to see the amazing amount of culture and um, just how like in terms of restaurants, arts, culture, Mm -hmm. everything, there's a lot of it. And it's it's so rich in... um, Identities. You, there's a lot of people with different backgrounds here. So I was really drawn to that. And um, it felt like a place that I could make an impact with my art and the work that I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm really digging it. I still love it. And I plan to be here for a long time.
0: Yeah. So you, like I mentioned, had a great season this past year at the Premier Playhouse. But before we talk about this past season, I think I owe you a congratulations. You were nominated for a local award. So
1: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. (laughs)
0: i want to hear all about it so what were you nominated for and what is the organization that is doing these awards
1: yeah so the sioux falls arts council um hosts a biannual um our awards in the arts Mm -hmm. ceremony and this year was called creativity in the arts and so um it's just an amazing uh ceremony where they honor different categories of like individuals in the arts and um different organizations that are moving the arts forward in our city and so i was nominated in the category of individual excellence in the arts uh, which was really exciting and cool to be alongside so many people that have made a huge impact in our community uh for a long time 10 20 30 years Um, so i'm just barely scratching the surface and was really honored to be a part of that
0: so what does that nomination mean to you
1: It means a lot because um, that's kind of my life's mission is Mm -hmm. to make positive cultural impact in the arts and um, kind of help educate uh, young artists and bring them to their fullest potential and also put artists in a room together and show them the tools to collaborate with each other effectively and things of that sort. So, And that's kind of all-encompassing what the award and the honor is. It's about um, impacting other artists and kind of... Uh, creating growth for the Sioux Falls arts community. So it was kind of like amazing to be uh, (laughs) acknowledged in that way. Again, alongside such incredible other people who have made more impact here than I have. And so I'm looking forward to kind of reaching that uh, potential as well.
0: Yeah, let's talk about those other people that were nominated. You have worked with them as actors, actresses, crew members. How does that make you feel as a director to see them getting nominated? Are you proud of them?
1: Oh, I'm super proud of them. It's That's kind of the cool thing about an awards uh, ceremony or an arts event in Sioux Falls, is you go and it's the same crowd of people, not that... we're not making it accessible to other people, just that everyone really mm-hmm. gets involved with all the diff- different organizations at a different capacity. So to see the MC cheering on all these different organizations as these nominations are coming up was really exciting. And um, to have like someone like Dave Holly, who won the honor of individual excellence in the arts, I've worked with him at the Playhouse. Mm-hmm. And so again, to kind of firsthand experience the impact that he's making in our community and then to see him be honored for it was pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, and, you know, your time is going to come when you win it. I oh, know yeah,
1: it. no, I'm
0: not. Just scratching the surface like <laughs> oh, you said. Oh, yeah,
1: I am ready. I am not discouraged <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> when you think about that nomination and all the shows you've been a part of to get to that point, can you remember your first or your favorite production? You talked about The Music Man already when you kind of got that theater bug. But yeah. what was kind of your favorite production that you put together?
1: Ooh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, I might answer this twofold as well, where my one of my favorite productions that I did in college was The Secret Garden, oh. which is a beautiful musical that I would love for us to produce one day here in Sioux Falls. Um, and the Playhouse has in the past. So I would like for us to again. Um, but it's a really beautiful story with really beautiful music. And the production value is really high. And that I learned a lot about um just standards while building community in a production through my education, but also that production specifically. Um, and then in my like professional work, uh, I had a lot of pov- positive experiences. Um, one of which was being in American Idiot because it uses Green Day's music. Oh, and I'm sure. a total like rock star wannabe. Like, Green that's Day what, head or
0: whatever they Yeah, call I'm a their Green fans. Day head. And I just like, <laughs> if
1: I could be the front man of a band, that would be... dream come true but I work in arts administration instead (laughs) so um, but anyway that is like what my niche was kind of as a performer Mm -hmm. was performing uh, rock music in combination with like uh, character roles and some ingenue roles etc so loved American Idiot also loved um, just have to make a shout out to hair that was like the first show that I booked when I moved to New York Um, and so that was a really special experience because I had a lot of learning to do very quickly but I also like met such a an amazing like community of people all from different backgrounds that were coming together to tell the story and now i get to direct it at the playhouse this season so it'll be a full circle for me
0: i did not know that you were such like a punk rock slash rock type of guy
1: oh yeah that is like (laughs) uh yeah i need to show you old photos of me my hair has been like every color under the sun yep
0: have you done like the whole i don't know neon orange the lime green yeah I
1: did the lime green predominantly like turquoise red black <laughs> I had cheetah print at one point but that say, was did for you a show Rodman, Brown? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you did. at some point yes
0: oh my gosh um
1: so that and then obviously you know I have a lot of piercings I have tattoos I grew up listening to different varieties of rock music and then that kind of has influenced my work in theater actually so wow. that's um in new york and in other like areas have done a lot of concert and cabaret work so building theatrical productions that are actually based around commercial music predominantly in the rock music realm um and then also just as a performer performed predominantly in rock musicals and then as a director um if you haven't noticed a trend with like cabaret and uh, grease and now hair i direct a lot of rock musicals or um musicals that are driven through music performance
0: I'm asking you to consider Rock of Ages for a show.
1: You don't have to ask me to consider that. I will put that at the top of my yes, list. <laughs> I, I saw love that it. show on Broadway like three times. It was electric. Such like an incredible experience. Ugh,
0: love it. And I'm looking forward, not this season coming up for the Premier playhouse, but future seasons. Yes, <laughs> yeah. If you are just listening, Oliver Mays, he is the managing artistic director at the Premier playhouse. Now, for anyone who isn't familiar, Oliver, with the Premier Playhouse, what can you tell us about this company?
1: We are a professionally staffed, community-based nonprofit theater organization um, with primary focuses of producing quality live entertainment for the Sioux Falls um, uh, Sioux Falls community, as well as educational opportunities in the realm of theater, um, all at um, accessible or free pricing. So um, we produce main stage productions. We produce education programming that results in productions and just class based process work um, and a lot of outreach events throughout the community as well. So we're really just a huge part of our goal is community. And so that's how you'll see us.
0: Now, the Premier Playhouse, it was under a different name previously. You went through that change recently. Just to remind folks what went through with that change to the vision for the Premier Playhouse's future.
1: Yeah, you betcha. So, uh, we are formerly known as the Sioux Empire Community Theater, uh, better known as SECT, and we're now the Premier Playhouse, better known as TPP um and the the change really came from a rebranding the organization has had just like any other organization has had a lot of highs and lows um and we were at a high at the point of rebranding and so thought why not start fresh with a new title and show people that we're serious about uh, making positive change and in tandem with that also like Paying homage to the original Playhouse name because the original group that was inhabiting the Orpheum was the Sioux Falls Community Playhouse. So a lot of people refer to the Orpheum as, oh, I'm going to the Playhouse or I was at the Playhouse. So we liked being able to return to the idea of saying we're the Playhouse. So but now we're the premier playhouse (laughs) (laughs) the
0: premier playhouse and you guys not only put on fantastic performances, but you also have an educational program that's somewhat new still to the Sioux Empire. Why don't you tell us more about that?
1: You betcha. And that also was part of the rebranding was the premier playhouse. We wanted to be able to offer more than just theater experiences, but theater education experiences. So our education program is wide ranging, still relatively new, but accelerating at a fast rate because arts education is a huge part of my background as well. So we've been able to implement a lot of new programs, but we do camp based productions. So productions where different age groups come in and, um, uh, learn about the process of putting on a show while actually learning the staging and putting on the show so most recent example of that was Shrek Jr. this summer an upcoming opportunity is Winnie the Pooh Kids so that's a slightly oh. younger age group oh. Yeah, we do really awesome titles that the kids are really excited Mm -hmm. about, but they get to learn a whole lot about putting a show together. Then we also have what's called the Penguin Project. We have a partnership with that national organization, and this is an all abilities program. So it's a production where we focus our efforts on um, putting differently abled individuals in the spotlight on stage. And so it's an artist and mentor program where artists of different um, capabilities are put in a role and then they're assigned a mentor to work with them to achieve the goals to thrive in that role on stage. And our most recent um, example of that was Susical Junior this summer, which was a huge hit after our production of Annie Junior last summer. And so we're looking forward to continuing to bring that program each year. And we will be announcing all of our upcoming camp titles and our Penguin Project title around the time of the Little Mermaid um, for next uh, summer. <laughs> and then lastly, we have our workshops and classes and our festivals. So we have the Festival of New Plays, which helps us find our plays for the premier premieres. And then we also have um, our academic year classes, which is during what is traditionally known as the academic year in the school system. Um, We try to offer classes at the same time. So an upcoming... Uh, workshop example is Tips for Taps, so Learning to Tap Dance, but another example is our actor Studio class, which is actually a six-week-long course that feels very much like you're in a New York City acting studio. Um, And all of that programming is either free or cheap, depending on how long the course is, and we're just trying to provide two falls with accessible education.
0: Yeah, very cool opportunities for kiddos that are looking to be part of the theater later on in their careers, and I know I'm far from a junior but um can i be a part of winnie the pooh
1: yes yes <laughs> well and that's the beautiful thing christine is okay so you're out of the age range for that I'm one unfortunately out of the age range, but, yes. <laughs> um our, our academic year classes are actually primarily focused on young adults and adults. So those are more often like the workshops are all ages. The expanded workshops are typically 16 plus. And then our uh, six week courses are 18 plus. So we're actually focusing on adults during the um, academic year so that someone with a job could just come in and lo- learn more about acting and then maybe uh, apply it to our environment.
0: Well, that's that's a really great opportunity. And speaking about shows, obviously, from what it sounds like, there are a lot more shows that happen through the Premier Playhouse besides what goes on in the season. So, typically, how many shows would you say that you guys perform every year?
1: Um, I'm going to say our average is 10, and I can break that down for yeah. you. So, we do our five main stage productions, then this season we incorporated our new expanded programming piece called the passion projects in which we'll be producing the play, the glass menagerie. So that's a sixth production on our docket, but then we have our three education based performances. uh, This year's example being Winnie the Pooh, Shrek junior and Susical junior. So that takes us to nine, but then we do host a variety of events of events, multiple um, some of which include performance. So I'm going to add that one more to make up for those like our preview concerts and things of that sort.
0: So how did last season go for you? Were you overall happy with the shows, the crowd, anything like that?
1: Yeah, we were thrilled with um, the artistic excellence we were able to bring to the production value. Um, we were thrilled with the community of volunteers that we were able to uh, recruit and retain. Um, the board of directors and the staff were just able to kind of find our flow and work really beautifully together to bring Sioux Falls um, everything as it relates to our mission as much as we were able to. Um, and then we were obviously thrilled about crowds, but I always say everyone come to the theater. Not yeah. enough. You know what I mean? We want to sell more tickets. We want more people to um, be exposed to the work that we're doing because it's not just putting on a show. We're providing positive cultural impact. And so you're going to learn something when you come to our shows, whether it be one like seemingly trivial like anecdote or something very deep. There's something to get out of it. And there's something educational about it for everyone.
0: And there's a variety of shows that the Premier Playhouse has brought to Sioux Falls. Can you talk about kind of the... Varieties, the mixtures of shows that you guys offer—that's
1: a great question. I love talking about that, actually. Um, so, particularly this season, we did try to give uh, a lineup of like theatrical, historical landmarks, mm-hmm. and so we opened the season with Disney's *The Little Mermaid*, which was their second, I think, adapt- stage adaptation of one of their films, and so this is a really exciting moment for us and for our in terms of our programming. That's the kind of show where we focus on a wider age range of people in the. Um, um, show so we have our youngest actor I believe is 10 and our oldest actor actor is somewhere in their 60s probably mm-hmm. and so we really tried to make it multi-generational and then we have a Christmas Carol which actually accomplishes kind of the same thing similar age range we want it to be multi-generational and include a lot of different identities um, and is also about, bringing holiday tra- tradition to Sioux Falls. Yeah. Then we do the Premier Premiers, which is the culmination of our new play development program, which focuses on the work of local writers. And so that is particularly special to us because it is a fully local production. Um, so that checks that box for us. And then um, we, we don't necessarily have a Rodgers and Hammerstein slot, but last year we did Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella or this year, last season um and then this season we'll be doing uh Oklahoma which is really exciting Oklahoma. and then yeah it's <laughs> such a classic it's a Rodgers and Hammerstein classic so we're doing that and that is for us again um giving folks that theater classic that they're looking for and then we close the season with hair which is a rock musical and that's kind of my agenda is to bring something that's a little bit visceral for audiences and um is a little bit more modern and new um and what's particularly special about hair is it was the first like the very first actual rock musical um in terms of it being a book musical and having the music, you know, there were other musicals at the time that were achieving different things, but this one is like the first identifiable rock musical. And I have a bunch of research on all the impact it made at that time. And so I'm excited to bring that to 2023. And then I did forget about the glass menagerie, which is our new uh, passion projects program. So very much smaller show. And that is another um, category that we're trying to fulfill in terms of our lineup is something that's maybe, um more appropriate for smaller audiences or a smaller cast and is more experimental allows us to go to a different space and we'll actually be announcing the venue for that production specifically very soon
0: ah if you're just listening Oliver Mays from the Premier Playhouse is joining us right now and you put on last year at the Premier Playhouse a lot of my favorite shows. I tried to make Grease. I really did. But I went to see the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella with the twist, as I like to call it. And you're right when you say we try to teach the audience something new every time. And watching Cinderella, because I love Rodgers and Hammerstein's version in that way, it opened my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about Cinderella in the 70s or how it would portray in today's era.
1: Exactly. It kind of just gives additional context to the story that you're seeing. So I'm really glad that you got that experience out of Cinderella. Um that was our goal with that show is like, okay, let's how do we highlight the themes in the show a little bit more? And for the director Alex Newcombe, it was setting it in that era, which I thought brought a lot more um to light in terms of the text and then sometimes we do things that are a little bit more traditional and we try to honor that for our audiences as well so we're not always going awry but we are always trying to teach something
0: now let's talk about this year's lineup again you kind of hit on it a little bit just now but let's just break down the shows that folks can expect to see at the premiere playhouse this upcoming season
1: first we have the little mermaid in late september and early october then we have a christmas carol in mid to late december Then we have the premiere premieres in February, and we have the Passion Projects producing The Glass Menagerie in March. Then we have Oklahoma in mid-April and closing out the season with hair in mid to late June.
0: That is going to be a great season at the premiere playhouse, Oklahoma. I think I last saw that production at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and it was phenomenal i loved it i loved every minute of it and it's a musical that people are familiar with and something that they can get up and maybe dance and sing to as well
1: Yes, you're right, and I will give you the heads up that that is going to be the one that we put a little extra twist on this time. So,
0: is it going to be set in like Los Angeles? No, so we're not, not going to
1: change it. We're going to be very true to the setting. <laughs> that was a good question, though. Um, just aesthetically, it might feel a little bit more stripped down, a little bit more um, visceral or raw. Huh?
0: I'm interested. Well, I'm always interested, but I'm very interested. You got to come check that. it out. Oh, you know I will. You know, I will. Is there a show that maybe some Sioux Falls residents have expressed interest in? Like maybe something that you guys can do for me. I just told you, Rock of Ages. Any other shows that people have suggested to you?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, To be honest, I get a lot of suggestions all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And so now that you're asking me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. What are ones that we get? A lot of ones that, you know, people are familiar with in some way or another. So people talk about 9 to 5 because the music of Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? That's amazing. People talk about doing shows that we've done in the past. You know, Mama Mia was a hit. People Mm -hmm. loved that. So they want us to bring that back. I'm trying to think of what else. What
0: about Hairspray? Has anyone thought about Hairspray? People
1: talk about Hairspray all
0: the time. Do they?
1: Yeah. And I think I would like for us to do it someday soon but i want us to be able to do it right and so i know that we're not quite there in terms of being able to do it right but we will be there soon jersey boys
0: i'm just giving you <gasps> ideas people now. people
1: have brought up jersey boys you are bringing up all the ones that actually do i'm get just brought helping up. you
0: out here no one i love step it at a time <laughs> wicked? i don't know if you could still do we wicked can't do yet. wicked uh still uh, like those and restrictions and that's the big issue
1: people want us to do legally blonde it's been really uh, hard to get the rights for that sure. um what's another show mean girls we have to do mean girls one day but we can't do it yet we can't get the rights but they do have mean girls teen edition or high school edition now and so i'm like come on education program let's do do it high
0: school School, there's one for yeah, the kids. Yeah,
1: we've talked That's about that.
0: Junior. <laughs> I'm just giving you ideas right now, Oliver. All
1: right, Christine, we got to set up a meeting where you can consult me on all your <laughs> recommendations. Consultant for the yes. Premier Playhouse. Yes, play selection <laughs> consultant. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about more of that local talent. You had a lot of new faces throughout the shows this year, including, I believe, there are a couple of new faces for Cinderella this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this last season, we had a lot of returning artists, but also new artists. Um Someone new to us was Caitlin Walsh, who played Cinderella. Someone who's been a frequent player since Cabaret, since I came on board is Patrick Simonson. Mm-hmm. Patrick Simonson's actually directing The Little Mermaid with me. Um So he's... Uh, Taking off the actor hat and putting on the director hat, which is really exciting. We had other like awesome mainstays come back to us like Barry Longden, Alexandria Matthews, um, Tom Roberts, who's also who leads A Christmas Carol, who really carries it on his back. And he's back again this year, which is really exciting. Um, And then this coming season, you know, we have a lot of people coming back to us, like Madison Gerhardt, who played Sandy in Greece, is playing Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Um, Barry Longden is, of course, returning to us. Connor Klimek, who was in Greece and was a newcomer to us. Um, He played Duty. He is Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid. So, yeah, I mean, last season and this season, we're just constantly discovering new talent and then... Trying to get them to stay with us (laughs) because they're so talented and they bring um, a special light to our shows.
0: What show are you most excited to see the actors in? Oh, my gosh. Again, another tough question. Yeah,
1: I might be biased because I cast The Little Mermaid and it's so immediate, but that's what I'm most excited to see people in um, this season so far. Uh, just particularly because of some of the folks I mentioned, but we also have like Clinton Stores, King Triton, which is, I think, stellar. Jessica Johansson as Ursula, um, Mike Richards as Scuttle, Ava Breams as Flounder. I just feel proud of, we had a huge audition turnout for this show. And so oh, we were awesome able to, to get hear. really, yeah, it was amazingly exciting. Um, but we also got to get really creative and make sure that we found the right individuals for it. So Patrick and I and the team worked really hard to be intentional about that and we're kind of really excited for what people are going to see we think it's going to be like an awesome interpretation
0: oh that's awesome if you were just listening again oliver mays with the Premier playhouse he is the managing artistic director and oliver obviously some shows are still a ways away so if people want to get involved maybe if there's an audition or maybe if they want to participate in the crew what is a good Phone number, website, anything to get them in contact with you to find out more information?
1: That's a great question, Christine. So, first off, our website is an amazing resource for knowing what's going on at the Premier Playhouse because um, it's up to date. We have a community calendar on it that shows our internal operations in terms of auditions and events and performances and things of that sort. But we also try to keep our news section, which is on that. Um, tab at the top of our website um, we try to keep that very up to date so that's where you'll see casting news or event news or audition announcements things of that sort that's where all of that information is centralized and then it takes you to the right links of where you're going to find the appropriate information and steps on our website um, and if you have any questions you can call our office at 605-360-4800 or email us at info at premierplayhouse.com and that's also our website website the premier playhouse.com and that's premier with an e at the end
0: all right awesome once again it is oliver mace with the premier playhouse again that phone number is 605-360-4800 the website the premier playhouse with an e.com thanks so much oliver for joining us again today
1: thank you christine happy to be here
0: when your child is struggling especially in school every aspect of your life is affected your job friendships marriage family and your personal life everything gets turned upside down parents have told us they're tired drained lifeless and they live in a darkness every day learn what breakthrough counseling in sioux falls is doing to help kids 10 through 18 and their families Once your child finds a counselor that they trust and can talk to about anything, school will get better. Their attitude and behavior will change in a positive way, and life will get better for everyone in the family. I'm Krista Winter, the clinical director at Breakthrough Counseling in Sioux Falls. We help kids who are struggling and don't want to go to counseling. Breakthrough Counseling is able to offer more services than a traditional counseling center, so we can create an individual care plan that helps. Breakthrough Counseling works alongside schools and churches. You can learn more by going to breakthroughsfc.org or call us 605-275-2280. 605-275-2280. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.